State House members kill a teacher pay raise bill. I'm Michael Cross with the KOSU Daily on this Wednesday, May 3rd, 2023. I'll have that. Plus, dogs and cats are getting impacted by a current bird flu outbreak. And Governor Stitt vetoes a bill allowing tribal regalia at school events. All that ahead on the KOSU Daily. Hi, this is Matthew Viriapa, host of KOSU's music podcast, Songwriters and Tour Writers. Listening to KOSU and The Spy is a great way to connect with local news and music right here on the radio, but you can see even more on our Instagram at KOSU Radio. There we let you know about ticket giveaways, the latest music coming out, and more. So follow us at KOSU Radio on Instagram today. The state house rejects a teacher pay raise while passing a voucher-like tax credit program. State Impact's Beth Wallace reports. House Bill 1934 would give public dollars to families to use for private school or homeschool tuition and expenses. The issue has spawned weeks of back and forth at the Capitol, with the most recent iteration including a few guardrails the House doesn't love but appears to be stomaching. But it's not hitting the governor's desk just yet. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. I'd like to serve notice that on some future legislative date, I might like to reconsider the vote whereby House Bill 1934 passed. That was House Speaker Charles McCall using the rare procedural move of capturing a bill. That gives the House some leverage to negotiate on the Senate's newly amended version of the other big education bill, House Bill 2672. That includes teacher raises, school employee stipends, and new school funding. But House leaders claim the measures aren't fully funded, and the bill lacks the House's Oklahoma Student Fund, which gives smaller districts disproportionately more money per student than large districts. Senate pro tem Greg Treat says the House is trying to force the Senate's hand to revisit the funding bill, or else the House will kill the tax credit bill. He calls for state leaders to hold a public meeting with all plans on the table to let the public see what we continue to argue about. For State Impact, I'm Beth Wallace. A new bill to ban gender-affirming care for transgender youth faces a challenge in federal court. Senate Bill 613 punishes doctors found in violation by revoking their licenses and charging them with felonies resulting in up to $100,000 in fines or 10 years in prison. The lawsuit was filed by the ACLU of Oklahoma on behalf of a group of families with transgender minors, as well as medical providers. It asserts the new law discriminates on the basis of sex and transgender status and violates the plaintiff's rights to equal protection under the 14th Amendment. The bird flu outbreak, leaving around 60 million chickens and turkeys dead nationwide, is also killing a handful of cats and dogs. Harvest Public Media's Elizabeth Rambert reports on how to keep your pets safe. Scientists suspect mammals contract bird flu by eating wild, infected birds. Cases are extremely rare, but appear to be fatal. Three cats have died from bird flu in Nebraska and at least one dog in Canada. Nicola Hill, an ecologist at the University of Massachusetts, Boston, says keeping pets away from wildlife is the best way to protect them. This is a real call to action that we're seeing this so close to home. If you're walking your dog, keep them on a leash. I have an indoor cat. (laughs) I love cats, but I also love birds. And so I just keep them in different spaces. It's even rarer for the disease to pass to humans. For Harvest Public Media, I'm Elizabeth Rembert. The Oklahoma County Jail Trust selects a new chief operating officer. The Oklahoma Public Media Exchange's Hannah France has more. 
Brandy Gardner, who has served as the Jail Trust interim CEO since last December, was chosen to take on the position permanently earlier this week. She succeeds Greg Williams, who resigned in December amid safety and health concerns about the Oklahoma County Jail, including many inmate deaths at the facility. 43 inmates have died since the trust took control of the jail in 2020, seven of which died since Gardner became interim CEO. This comes after a multi-county grand jury released a report in March which cited issues with the administration as the main causes of inmate deaths. The report also recommended the jail trust dissolve and return control of the jail to the county sheriff. I'm Hannah France. Oklahoma's tribal nations might not be able to offer sports betting, but they can in neighboring Kansas. The Prairie Band of Potawatomi Nation is on track to become the first tribal nation in Kansas to offer sports betting at its casino after the state legislature updated its existing gaming compact. The tribe negotiated a gaming compact with the state in 1995. In 2017, it was a multi-million dollar enterprise with an expansion to its casino and resort, including more floor space and gaming machines. Sports betting was legalized in Kansas last year. Oklahoma's efforts to legalize sports betting have failed in both the 2022 and 2023 legislative sessions. Governor Stitt vetoes legislation to strengthen protections for indigenous students who want to wear tribal regalia. KOSU's Allison Herrera has more. SB 429, otherwise known as the Tribal Regalia Bill, had bipartisan support in both the House and Senate. Only one person voted against it in the House. Tribal leaders like Choctaw Chief Gary Batten, Muskogee Nation Principal Chief David Hill, and Cherokee Nation Principal Chief Chuck Hoskin Jr. are calling on Oklahoma lawmakers to override the governor's veto. That's something Senator John Montgomery, one of the bill's authors, is considering. It's certainly an avenue that I'm looking at um, to try to figure out, you know, do we have the votes for it? Do I have enough support for it? Um, I'm, I'm inclined, my reading on it is most likely I do. In a statement about the veto, Governor Stitt said there isn't anything on the books that prevents a school from allowing Native students from wearing tribal regalia at graduation. In 2021, then-State Attorney General Mike Hunter sent a letter to the Secretary of Education and State Superintendent of Public Instruction saying students should be allowed to wear such things as eagle feathers on their caps or other items in line with the student's religious or cultural practice. He pointed to the Oklahoma Religious Freedom Act. Montgomery says SB 429 would just strengthen what's already on the books. That this is something that should be allowed. Um, you know, that it's that it, you know, just should already be there. So for us, mm-hmm. it's meant to be a clarifying action, if, if nothing else. Um, we're, in, you know, that we that's that students know, you know, what they're able to do here, um, for, for these graduation ceremonies. Cindy Wynn from the ACLU of Oklahoma agrees and says she's heard from Native students that have been denied the right to wear tribal regalia in their district. The ACLU has been advocating for this bill to pass. Um, it costs nothing to implement. It doesn't hurt anybody. So it, it makes no sense for the governor to veto it. Stitt's position is that any decision like this needs to ultimately be decided by local school districts, not the state government, and that this bill would allow anyone to go over the heads of local superintendents to wear what they want, to which the ACLU has said, And we say we don't see a problem with that. Indigenous citizens in Oklahoma and others are reacting with outrage over what they see as a basic right. Sarah Adams is a Choctaw citizen who's also advocated for the bill. 
she sees the denial by certain school districts as a violation of the Oklahoma Religious Freedom Act. I think it's just another oppression tactic by our state, uh, the leader of our state, our governor, who will continue to oppress uh, communities of color, queer communities, um, and especially for some some reason, specifically attacking children this legislative session. It's unclear if the veto is part of the governor's fight with the legislature over other education-related bills having to do with spending and school vouchers. A similar bill to prevent public and charter schools from denying students from wearing tribal regalia was introduced in 2021, but failed. I'm Allison Arara. And finally, from the KOSU events calendar, the 31st annual National Association of Letter Carriers Stamp Out Hunger Food Drive is Saturday, May 13th, all over the state. Oklahoma residents will receive plastic donation bags in their mailboxes the week of May 8th and are encouraged to fill the bag with non-perishable food to be picked up by their letter carrier on May 13th, which will provide thousands of meals for Oklahomans. You can find the KOSU Daily wherever you get your podcasts. You can also subscribe, rate us, and leave a comment. You can keep up to date on all the latest news throughout the day at KOSU.org. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at KOSU Radio. This is the KOSU Daily, Oklahoma News, every weekday.